Welcome to the Brick and Market Podcast powered by Invita Social, the nation's leading multifamily marketing agency. This weekly podcast will give the lowdown on leasing up in the multifamily industry. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Brick and Market Podcast. I'm Haley, Invita's Innovation Strategy Director, and I have co-hosting with me today, Claire. Hi, everyone. I'm Claire. I'm Invita's Project Manager, and today we are going to be running through the five social media goals to set for your property. Yeah, thanks, Claire. So today, like Claire said, we're going to go through the five social media goals that every property should have. When you're working on social, you want to make sure that you set goals for your property so that you can track results. And we compiled the top five goals that every property should set for when you're doing social media marketing. So Claire, you can get started with goal number one. Yeah, so first and foremost, we're going to want to set the goal to maintain your social presence. So having social media profiles is super, super important, and not only to have that, but to make sure that you have that active and current presence throughout your platforms. So it's not only just about the posting consistency, but of course the frequency. So it'll really be have recommendations based on, you know, what your goals are in terms of the content you're posting as well. So we'll always kind of steer towards one to two posts per week at a minimum. And we really want to make sure that since we do such um, hard work in the post that to really give those posts the opportune time to shine. So we don't want to kind of overlap with posts and things like that, if not totally necessary, but really making sure that you're posting consistently and frequently for your followers to keep in contact and to make sure that they're um, up to date on anything that's going on. So not only is, of course, that consistency and frequency important, but we also want to make sure that we're making note of what's being posted. So we like to make sure that, you know, you have that diversity, whether it's within the property photos, the neighborhood photos, any type of content that might really steer towards the lifestyle um, there at the property. Uh, So one thing, too, with that types of content that we're posting is really to making sure that we're staying fair housing compliant. So that along goes with making sure the humanization that we use across the board representative of all the seven protected classes. And this, of course, um, you know, bleeds into our ads, um, copy strategy, anything related of social content. We want to make sure that that's, of course, within Mark there. And then lastly, you know, we really want to be backed by numbers here at Invita. So on a monthly basis, our team does dive into the past month's performance to see what types of content are performing well, as well as those that aren't performing well. So then we can always make those adjustments in the content ads and anything else that you might see. Those are all great points, Claire. I think that's a big question that we get from clients is how often should we be posting So those are all great recommendations. Now that we have our first goal as making sure that you're maintaining that social presence, let's talk a little bit about what type of content you're posting. So goal number two is ramping up video content. We cannot talk about social without talking about video. That the two just go hand in hand. Um, So you wanna make sure that you're leveraging social for video content in terms of things like virtual touring, and showcasing the property's unique features. And you're able to do this in a really quick, short amount of time with video content. So video content is great to intrigue users. Um, It also simplify explanations. You can share a lot about the property in a short amount of time in a way that users can easily digest it. 94% of video marketers say that video has helped increase users understand their products or services which also translate to properties, of course. So they can understand the property's unique features, the amenities, just all things about the property quickly and easily through video content. 
And we also can't talk about video content without talking about reels because we talked about last week on the podcast how reels are now the only form of video that Instagram is utilizing. So when you use reels, Instagram does favor that content and shows it to a wider reach of users. So those are kind of the points for video content. I love that. And that goes in so well because, you know, what's video without photos? So sometimes, you know, if you're ramping up video, you might not have photo, but also we need to make sure that both of those are pristine. So goal number three is going to be making sure that we ramp up that photo content. We always try to stop the scroll, which resonates well with just making sure that we have good quality photos because they do matter. So humans, you know, we're visual beings um, and we'll likely remember an image faster than we will text. And it's a lot easier for us to recall something that we saw visually versus something written out. And we know, of course, with social media that we just have that very short amount of time to grab the attention. If we are trying to make sure that we stop the scroll, they check out that property photo, we just really need to make sure that we're presenting that in the best way possible, as well as in that shortest amount of time. I think cool too within our photo content is that we can always cross market with our local businesses and spots, not only through that neighborhood photography, but also utilizing the awesome uh, collaboration feature on Instagram. So we're always making sure that we're staying ahead of the trends and really making sure that we can highlight not only the property, but also any other neighborhood aspects. So making sure that that photo content that we put out there um, resonates with either those current or potential residents. And as well as just a couple other fun types of photo content that we will always encourage is going to be, you know, that shoot um, neighborhood-wise, property-wise, resident event-wise, um, all of those photo content are always really good to use in social media, as well as, you know, maybe you're into an influencer campaign and we figure out something along those lines of having them, you know, stop by the property, things of that sort, but really making sure that that photo content is not only current, it's good quality, and it's really going to resonate well with those uh, residents for you all. I love it. Yeah, thanks, Claire. So now that we have our goals as maintaining a social presence and then ramping up video content and ramping up photo content, the next goal that we recommend um, every property set is to maintain a cohesive social aesthetic. Um, And we can do that through utilizing on-brand graphics. So this one's a little bit more in-depth. When users go to a property social, they should really get a feel for what it's like to live there. So for some examples, is like, is it a tranquil, calm property? Is it more of a fun, trendy, hip property? Whatever the style is, whatever the vibe is, you can create that on social through a cohesive and consistent branding for the property social account. So you can also think of your property social as like a mini website and having all of that information cohesively portrayed on social will help users remember the brand. Um, We like to talk about a social ecosystem at Invita and so this really goes into play when it comes to maintaining a cohesive social aesthetic. Branding on social should match the website and any other marketing collateral. Like I said, when you create this cohesive marketing strategy, users will remember your brand and it will help to further create brand awareness. So for our fourth goal to recap, it's maintaining a cohesive social aesthetic um, by utilizing that on-brand graphics. Awesome. Last one, um, goal number five, you know, now that we've got the posts out, we're, you know, having everything roll, everything's cohesive, all the photos and videos look great. Um, How can we then add to our last goal just to increase brand awareness and engagement throughout those posts? As we mentioned kind of earlier, uh, we love to be back by numbers here at Invita. So we just kind of looked at what it would look like to implement boosted posts versus non-boosted posts. I'm sure as most of you are aware, Facebook has turned to such a pay-to-play platform. So we really wanted to see how these posts do in order to make sure that we are increasing that brand awareness and engagement with those posts. So 
I'm going to throw some numbers at you. It'll be a lot, but we did just a quick little rundown of a six month timeline of even just incorporating a $50 Facebook boost budget versus zero. Um, of course that boosted post budget is really to get your posts out in front of eyes that are not within your current audience. So it's really helping you maximize that brand exposure, that brand awareness, and ideally increase that engagement, whether it's, you know, the likes, the shares, the saves, all of the above, um, really making sure that we're utilizing and purposing that content in as many places possible. So just for a quick little rundown, we looked largely at the reach, which is just going to be those number of users that we were able to get to, as well as engagement. So within just three boosted posts, we noticed that we had over 2,500 for a total reach versus the three non-boosted posts for a combined total of 40. Boosted to non-boosted for reach in general, um, boosted posts are receiving 98% more people than non-boosted. And then for that engagement piece, um, we looked at three boosted posts. We've got 394 total engagements versus the three non-boosted at three. So the crazy thing, again, you know, with these boosted posts, you're receiving 99% more engagements than non-boosted posts. So we're really maximizing those posts that we work through with you all for the property to make sure that everything looks as great as possible. And it's just receiving those results, um, you know, over that 90% range, which is wild. That is so crazy. That's a huge difference. Going back, just to reiterate those five goals, we have maintaining a social presence, ramping up video content, ramping up photo content, and then maintaining a cohesive social aesthetic. And lastly, increasing brand awareness and engagement, like Claire talked about through that boosted content. So now that we have all of our five goals set out, let's jump into a few rapid fire questions because we end every podcast like this and I think it's so much fun. So I'll go first and ask you a question, Claire. Um, This question is, what is your favorite type of content on social? Ooh, um, I'm going to say reels. I am probably in Instagram like 90% of the time. So it's really quick for me when I get kind of bored of scrolling through that static feed largely on mine. Um, I can pop over to reels and I absolutely just love having it be the vertical. Um, I need more of the screen, more of what I'm seeing. Um, and just looking at that over, you know, the course of the day really is kind of where I find myself gravitating towards. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Haley? What's your favorite type of content on social? I would totally have to agree. I think that reels are just so much more engaging and so much more fun to look at. So I would say reels and specifically for properties, I like the type of reels that just really showcase like what it's like to live there and gives it a peek into everything that the property has to offer. So any type of like panning shots or movement in them, it's just, I think, so much fun and just really captures my attention. I love that. Mm-hmm. I agree. So then second, Haley, what would you say is your most used emoji? Oh, this one's so fun. Um, gosh, I should look back at my keyboard and see what it is. But if I had to guess, I like to use the fire emoji. Like I can use it for anything. Like if someone's like, how's it going? I'm like fire emoji. Like I just throw <laughs> it out there. I just think it's a fun emoji. So that one's got to be my most used one. What would you say that your most used emoji is, Claire? Um, so I did just scroll on my, you know, most recently used emojis, and it's <laughs> definitely, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, it's that when um, I close, when I open and tongue out emoji. So um, <laughs> I think with me, I'll, like, use it, of course, seriously, but I think, too, where it's, like, if I want to be 
Um, making sure that nothing's taken too seriously. I'll just throw that one in there. So I know there's probably just text upon text that have it even just as the message itself. But I think it's just a nice little light way to make sure that everyone knows I'm being a little playful, a little jokey, and um, not to take things too seriously. I love it. I think that's so fun. Okay, our last rapid fire question is going to be, what's your biggest piece of advice when it comes to social media? Ooh, um, I think my biggest piece of advice is just to be yourself. I think for so long, we kind of focus on making sure that everything was so like buttoned up and pristine and all that kind of stuff too. But I think me as the user, I love the authentic, genuine, just kind of like goofy where you can tell it you're really getting to know the person behind the phone, behind the camera, everything like that. So I just like really love when it comes off and is that authentic, genuine content. So just be yourself, be playful. Um, and then, you know, that's you and be unapologetically you kind of. I love it. That's such a great what about you. <laughs> yeah, I would have to say for mine, whether it's for like a property, for a business or for personal, I would say my biggest piece of advice is going to be going back to our first goal, <laughs> our first goal is maintaining that social presence. I would say just being active on social and being consistent. I think if you want to grow your social presence or even if you just want to be on social, you have to post, you have to be on there um, and be consistent, whether it's, you know, a couple times a week or almost every day, just being consistent with posting content is just such a big piece of it for growing your social presence or just to be present on social. Um, I think that's that's my biggest piece of advice. Consistency. Uh, consistency is key. <laughs> consistency is key. I love it. Well, thank you everyone for listening to this week's episode. And you can catch us next week every Thursday at 8 a.m. EST for a new episode of the Brick and Market Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Brick and Market podcast powered by Invita Social, the nation's leading multifamily marketing agency. New episodes drop every Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern. You can find the Brick and Market podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. Tune in next week for more on how to turn your leads into leases.